It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We walked about three hours in the mud, and um, it was me. I think Cindy Crawford walked with us, Kaya Gerber. Austin Butler, Randy Gerber, a couple people that just wanted to get home to their children and just taking over an answer. We were just like, look, we can make it out. There's no one stopping us from walking. And, you know, it was a challenge, but it. Hold on a second. <laughs> Chris Rock. That wasn't Chris Rock. That, that was Diplo, right? Yeah, that was Diplo. He did a video. <clears throat> He's an entertainer. He's up there. At least 30s. Chris Rock is in his 50s? 58. He's almost 60. Did they say Cindy Crawford? And Cindy Crawford, supermodel. Yep. Mm hmm. You know what the common denominator here is, the bottom line? These are people with event experience. I don't care that they're celebrities. They've You're been right. through stuff. They've done things. Yet there's still thousands and thousands of panicked children barefoot <laughs> at this Burning Man Festival thing because it rained. They can't get out. Well, they got out yesterday, I think. Did you see that mass exodus? The state police finally opened up the road and said they could leave. They got stuck in the mud. Okay. <laughs> It's like, all right, you're going to a four-day concert, but it starts to rain and you can't wait to get out? I'm thinking, why wouldn't you just wait? Well, we didn't want to leave our stuff. These people have more stuff than you. <laughs> they left. They had no problem. He actually said no, no one was there stopping us, so we just we walked and left. It wasn't a problem. They enjoyed it. He said about the ride, by the way. Yeah. You know, some kid, boy, we're going to make a movie about that. Some kid recognized them and gave them a ride. Walking through the mud and meeting fans, and some kid recognized me on the road and said, "Hey, I'll give you a ride for the next two miles." And we gladly took it. <laughs> they jumped in the back of his pickup truck. That's so awesome. Diplo, Diplo, and Chris Rock hanging out. Please tell me Cindy Crawford was in the back of a pickup <laughs> it, truck too. It would have been nice. They did not say she was in the back of the pickup truck. I think somebody else picked her up, but still. I mean, isn't that amazing? It's not probably fun. The conditions aren't nice, but this is like they're talking about like. Some mass disaster or something. Yeah, Diplo looked really? like a football player. He took mud and put it underneath, you know, on his cheekbones. So I was like, what are you doing? It wasn't that. It was raining. Why are you doing that? I don't understand. But. Now, to be fair, I don't want to sound like angry guy here, but I, guess that, I get that it's chaotic. I understand that. And with the sand, I guess it's so fine that when rain does hit it, it becomes like concrete-like yeah, when said it dries. I get that. That's it, not good. And they also say it's got some chemical in it, so it causes a chemical burn if you're barefoot. So that's what everybody was complaining about. They took their shoes off to walk in the mud, and then it was burning their feet. Well, that's kind of like quickcrete. You know, you better get a bag at Lowe's and put water in there. That's what would happen. So true. So is Burning Man, maybe it's because of the burning sand on your feet. <laughs> that's I, burning I, feet. I, I don't know why, but... Uh, it, 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 but to watch that mass exodus, the video is incredible. The, it's like eight lanes of just constant traffic, s just sneaking their way through the desert to get out. I'm like, okay, there's only one road in and one road out. And, and it's snakes. It's like you couldn't make a straight road. <laughs> and for, for, it was a bad omen from the get-go. Remember those climate protesters blocked the road oh, in? Oh, that's right. And the cops, the, Nev the Nevet, right. Nevada, how do you say it? Nevada. I, Nevada. I always say it wrong. They, The Nev Nevada police had to go just charge right through it. They plowed right through it, their truck. I was like, good for them. Uh, you're right. It has been. It was cursed from beginning to end. If What's the, it cost for a ticket to the Burning oh Man? Oh, my God. It's got to be I thousands, right? And you're kind of grubby anyway. No offense or anything. But, I mean, if you're out there... In the desert. So if if the, mm. if these older adults with experience can walk six miles to get to civilization, uh, these kids could have done that. True. There were others that thoroughly enjoyed the fact that they were. Stuck. I'm sure. You know, they were out there partying, having a grand old time. So it, it's funny though because they got Diplo right here on TV talking about how he, he we walked out. 
I don't know. I like the fact when they they start that whole Burning Man statue on fire. It's yeah. way cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So it's, it's come to all, an end. Everyone's gone. These kids were, were upset because the molly ran out and they didn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's what I think happened. <laughs> they put up, they put up, they came in. I don't know who it was, but they came in and they put up little boosters so they could have Wi-Fi. Because they were all complaining about it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's because they couldn't be Instagram successes, you know, influencers. They had to get rid of their YouTube pages and their TikToks. Like, oh, please. Am I overlooking this thing? We just sound like old and grumpy. No, it's... it's I mean, it's, there's something it's a little bit of rain. This. I mean, even... Put it this way. Even the Okeechobee festival that they have is out in the middle of a field and it poured last year or the year before it was like mud fest out there i didn't hear anybody complaining they got their four-wheelers out and had a grand old time yeah they survive it yeah it's like you know they make the best of a bad situation bunch of softies out there in nevada that's what happens participation <laughs> trophies bill that's what it is <laughs> that's what it was. uh then the other uh, probably the biggest story over the weekend we lost uh, the great jimmy oh. buffett that was just so sad. And now, know, we, now we have... So he his cancer treatment was going on for four years, apparently. They kept it completely quiet. Well, remember when he canceled, was it a show in, it was, I want to say, North Carolina? Somewhere like that. And then he checked himself into the hospital in Boston. Right. And we were like, right. oh, remember that. then he has something in particular because he flew to Boston to be checked into that hospital. And so another... Yeah, you're right. Another person... You know, kind of like the guy that was the Black Panther. I always forget his name, and I apologize. He suffered from cancer. No one knew about it, battling these diseases. But the cancer that Jimmy Buffett had, it's called Merkel cell. Yep. And uh, the Skin Cancer Foundation says cases are becoming more common. Uh, they say by the year 2025, 3,250 cases. It's very rare, it's Very but rare still. still, but you're right, increasing. And they said that it usually affects guys, mostly men, isn't that sad, uh, older men. And they say the problem is it's hard to diagnose because it looks like it's just like a boil. It doesn't look like typical cancer. Mm. So they say it's misdiagnosed in many cases. Uh, but uh, it's extremely lethal. It's a deadly cancer, unfortunately. But for four years, he's been battling it. They said Friday night he passed away, surrounded by his family, friends, music, and dogs. Here's uh, the Moffitt Cancer, cancer Center in Tampa, which does a great job talking about this particular type because something everybody should watch out for. Merkel cell cancer is a rare form of skin cancer that is typically found in older individuals. And you can imagine wow. how much time in the sun of all people Jimmy Buffett spent. Well, you know, I, if I were Kenny Chesney this morning, yeah, I'd be yeah. concerned. You know, point. no offense, right. because every time I see him doing a video, he's hanging out on a beach somewhere or in a boat or, you know, in his blue chair by the water. I was like, OK, Kenny, you better go get checked. Good reminder to everybody to get checked, yeah, I guess. Without a doubt. But just think of the songs he had. I know. And they said between, you know, his music, his, his resorts now, uh, the restaurants, he's worth over a billion dollars. The, the most surprising thing to me was... He was married to the same woman for 46 years. I didn't know that. Neither did I. I was like, that's awesome. You know, she's been, they met a long time ago, and I didn't realize he was born Christmas Day, huh. Mississippi. He was a Southern guy. Yeah. Went to, hung out in Alabama, then went to the University of Southern Mississippi, and then started performing in 1969 in New Orleans. Mm. And then it, it went from there. The guy, this guy created an entire, like, escapism lifestyle. Like, he was the inventor of it. 
You know what I mean? He was. You think about it, yeah. Think of how many people came after him trying to do the same thing, and he invented it. The, the closest people you can get to is the Beach Boys with Kokomo. Yeah, that you kind think of about thing. It, you know, it's. I mean, everyone thought Kokomo really existed, but just uh, who doesn't know the words to Cheeseburger in Paradise, right? Or Fins, or Come Monday. Come Monday was one of my favorite songs of his. Yeah, and it was unlike most of his other music. But Son of a Son of a Sailor, that whole album was incredible. It was quite a celebration in Key West, as you can imagine, around uh, Duval Street over the weekend. Just yeah. a, mostly a celebration, but I don't know how many thousands of people were down there. That was did, amazing. Did they do anything at the Square Grouper? Because that's where yeah. he did 5 o'clock somewhere with Alan Jackson. Right, you gotta so, wonder. Yeah, I wonder if they did anything. I don't that, know. That really, it, it bothered me so much when I heard it. I was going somewhere on Saturday morning. I had to pull over. I was like, oh my God, Jimmy Buffett's dead? That was sad. It's horrible. All right, we got some more headlines coming up next. Some more entertainment stuff to talk about too. And uh, before we even reveal our picks coming up, during oh, uh, Rapid Fire, how we did for football picks. We're yes, going to talk sir. about a massive upset in college football last night. You're not kidding. Holy cow. Boy, the tables have turned, haven't they? Have they ever. we got that more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. How come you haven't gone to East Palestine yet? Well, I haven't had the occasion to go to East Palestine. There's a lot going on here, and I just haven't been able to break. I was thinking whether I'd go to East Palestine this week, but I then was reminded I've got to go literally around the world. Okay, so that was Biden <laughs> on the Gulf Coast, uh, Hurricane Idalia recovery efforts. That's pretty s- typical stupid answer from him. That's not the surprising part. Here's the takeaway and the surprising part. The press is asking him questions like, how come you haven't gone to East Palestine yet? They said Stein, but it's Steen. It's Steen. And that's the excuse. But the most alarming part about that to me was, oh, they reminded me I'm leaving the country yeah. to go on a world tour. You're going to a summit that's yeah. probably been staged for the past two and a half years, and you didn't know about it? The story is that they're starting to get to him now, even in the mainstream media. They're asking him things like that, where they never would have done it eight months ago. Never. And, and, never. Oh, I haven't had time. How long has, has it been since the train derailment in East Palestine? Six months? Maybe Boy, longer? Here's another thing that happened. Somebody went to the residence again, because there's still reporters in there trying to get the recovery story up there. They are livid. They were horrifyingly upset about that comment. As you can imagine. I would be horrifyingly upset. Oh, we sent, wait a minute, no, we sent Pete Buttigieg. Don't forget, he went, Pothole Pete went, and he took care of things. For like about. five minutes. It didn't, I don't even, th- did he even go to the site? He didn't, didn't he? He went to like the community center or something. He was walking around with his little yellow Bob the Builder construction <laughs> helmet on and... He's like, check. See, I've been there. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Biden did talk about uh, recovery efforts uh, on the, the Big Bend area, though. Senator Rick Scott, who's with me today, I want to thank him for his cooperation, his help. And he uh, shares the view I do about FEMA. They're doing an incredible job. Once again, push the climate, the climate issue. You know, it's interesting. Any intelligent person knows climate change. Okay, it's, Joe. Oh, yeah. It's all about climate change. You notice he didn't mention the governor, though. No. He mentioned Senator Rick Scott. Yeah, he was, Rick Scott paid more attention to him than uh, DeSantis did. DeSantis was t- talking about mostly, because it's a win, he was mostly talking about uh, the power recovery, which is actually pretty amazing. There have already been 545,000 accounts restored. Jeez. That represents more than 96% of all the accounts uh, that were affected since the storm hit. And that's pretty uh, pretty impressive. All right, and that was, yeah, so true. That was a day and a half ago. Yeah, they said this morning about 26,000 people are still in the dark, so it's been about a week for them. But uh, 
uh, they're working. And I, I would assume it's because, you know, major lines are down or maybe the lines aren't accessible because of flooding. I don't know what the reasons are, but considering it was, remember even before, I mean, right after the storm passed, it was left, less than a million people were in the dark, which was kind of surprising to begin with. You know, Ian left millions of people in the dark forever. Just think, we get a bad thunderstorm here, you got 50,000 people in the dark. Yeah, it does happen. You're right. So it's, it's you know, give them credit. They're working as hard as they can. But he does make the point, it's because they were prepared. They had 35,000, 30-plus thousand linemen ready to move in the minute the storm passed. They were they were very well prepared. The, the, the entire state does a great job with preparation now, and he's a good administrator. He is. Yeah. He's really good at this kind of stuff. Did you see him take out the tree at the... At the, at the governor's mansion. No, did they take oh it down? Oh, my God. It was like oh, <laughs> it was, it's like a funeral. I was like, oh. okay, top the, <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, the tree was old, and unfortunately it fell over. Luckily, it didn't land on anybody and kill somebody. You know, you don't think about that. They, all, the, all these people are upset that the tree had to be taken out. I'm like, okay. What was the headline from the protesters? Climate-fearing, earth-hating governor of Florida <laughs> destroys tree. Yeah. He, pu- he pushed it down in the storm. Film at 11. <laughs> it's like, things split right down the middle. <laughs> sure it didn't. It might have gotten struck by lightning. The way it looked. It, it may it, have. It looked like it got struck by, I didn't see any burn marks, but it, it looks like the, you know, the after effect of getting struck by lightning. Interesting. Here was another thing that Biden downplayed over the weekend, and... I think you and I are in agreement on this. I think he's dead wrong. He doesn't. He's not worried about a UAW strike, an auto worker strike. Oh, he's wrong on that. Boy, one. you better start listening to them, though. This sounds like it's almost certain to happen. Well, that uh, UAW president Sean Fain, uh, he's like, yeah, we're ready to strike. It ends eleven fifty nine September fourteenth. What oh. day is that? That's like right around the corner. And that's uh, they want a lot. They want more money. They want better insurance. They want better, you know, perks. They want. Th- uh, they're going to walk at Ford, GM, and Stellantis, and then it's going to be all over. Big three is big trouble. That's if they walk. Not going to be good for the consumer at and, all. Well, and they know they got them over a barrel they because do. are they still trying to catch up because of the COVID restrictions? Mm-hmm. Remember, you couldn't find a car. You had to order one. It had to, took a year before it came in. So now they're finally probably just getting to the point where they're caught up, and now they're going to walk off the job. Man. And what did, what did Trump say last week? He said he the workers are getting stiffed. He did. He's yeah, on their so side. He's on their side, which is very odd for a Republican to be on the union side, but he is. There's a little preview of what's coming up in rapid fire in a couple of minutes. Oh, God, please. We did not do well. <laughs> did we win any games? In our Friday football picks, <laughs> Diener will update us. It was not looking good, but I got to tell you, there was a it was an interesting opening college football weekend. First of all, Duke. Duke knocked off one of college football's top-ranked teams. They upset ninth-ranked Clemson 28-7 to last night to cap off and, a wild week one. And Duke isn't even rated, are they? No. It no. was like if you went by the ratings, you lost. It was it was horrific. Oh, by the way, Alabama. Yes. What was the spread on Alabama, Dean? Or what did you say? Because we were having Alabama it was like ninety points. And I <laughs> I do know I picked Alabama as my wild card. And you said it was how many? What was the spread? Alabama was favored by thirty nine points and, against Middle Tennessee State. And you said, are they going to beat the spread? And I said, absolutely. You did. You they doubled covered? down. They beat. They forty nine points, oh fifty six to seven over Middle Tennessee. I'm thinking, poor Middle Tennessee. That poor um, team got slaughtered. Yeah. Unbelievable. You're right, though, about Duke and Clemson. I can't wait to get into these games in rapid fire. Something uh, like, yeah, we'll, we'll just update you on the, what we can quickly. But uh, this something like Duke's 
first win over a ranked team in something like three, four decades or something like Is that. Is it really? It's, it's insane. Holy cow. And it wasn't even close. It wasn't like it was a last second field goal. No. They just beat them. Okay. Yeah. Is it because Clemson isn't as good or Duke's a lot better than people thought or a combination? I, th- I, think I didn't a, watch the team. It's a the combination. Game. They could not stop the quarterback from Duke. He was running all over the place. Really? Yeah. How about that? College okay. football is back. Yeah. Yeah, Diener must be ahead because he's excited to talk about the outcome Yeah, here. he's happy. I, he's ahead. I know he is. All right. That's well, the only reason he's smiling over there. We'll get an update on the Friday football picks. Other headlines, too. It's all in rapid fire. Coming up next, the South Little Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid News Talk 850 WFTL. Rapid fire time. Catching you up for the weekend. It's a Tuesday that feels a lot like a Monday. A lot happened over the weekend, Jen. Well, and one story we're not talking about, and the only reason I am is because this guy has been loose for a week now. An escaped killer in Pennsylvania. You love these. They think they got this guy cornered. He was seen four separate times in the past three days. They still haven't caught this guy? Still haven't caught this guy. His name is Cavalcante. Now, first, he's wanted for murder here from his girlfriend here, but he's also wanted in Brazil for killing his girlfriend there. Oh, my gosh. This guy, he's not a very nice person. He's an intercontinental murderer. Yeah, he was on his way from the—he was on his way from the Chester County Jail to prison for life. They had found him— guilty. Somehow he escaped. They have yet to figure this out. But they think he's within a two-mile radius of the prison. Okay? But he was seen some guy caught him on his ring doorbell camera and on his cameras inside his house in his kitchen. What? While they were gone. So he's been seen four separate times. A cop saw him on Friday try to chase him, but he ran into the woods. So now they have the area surrounded. They think it's a residential neighborhood. They got it wow. surrounded. Can you imagine living in this neighborhood? No, that's scary. I don't know if they they may have evacuated these poor people, <laughs> but now they got a police helicopter hovering over, playing a message from his mother, <laughs> telling him to turn himself in. Oh my gosh! Figuring, I guess they're going to get to this 28 year old through his mom. Who the heck knows? 34 year old. Sorry. So if you happen to know Daniello Calvalcanti, tell the cops where he is. Yeah, but if he's seen that many times, isn't that at some point that bad police work that they can't round him up? Yeah, Come well, on. you would think, you know. That, well, now, because of that, Pennsylvania State Police are now taking over the investigation. Oh, so geez. they're like, okay, we're taking over. Yeah, like, we've had enough of this. We've had enough. The local yokels aren't doing the trick, so we're moving in. So they got them surrounded, so they say. So maybe today they'll catch him. Hope they did. Well, I don't know. It's kind of fun to follow for us, it not really for them. Is. But here's a guy, by the way. He's got like shorts on, you yeah. know, a t-shirt. He looks like a normal person, other uh, than okay. he's not a very nice person. So wow, anyway, crazy. Well, obviously, the uh, biggest and really saddest story over the weekend was this. We lost Jimmy Buffett. I was so bummed. 76 years old. Very, very rare but dangerous and obviously deadly form of skin cancer he had. First diagnosed in 2019. Kept it a secret about his treatment until mostly recently had to cancel a bunch of shows. Had Did have some hospital show uh, stays. And we lost him. Born on Christmas Day, as you said before, Jen, in 1946 down in Mississippi. And uh, grew up in Alabama. Went to the University of Southern Mississippi. Started playing bars in New Orleans. Kind of took over the band and... The rest is history. Yeah. Then came here, Key West. What, did you see that celebration? Speaking of Key West, mass. I don't know how many thousands of people were there, but that was a party. It was like 20 deep, maybe a mile long of just people in the street just having a grand old time, you know, remembering Jimmy Buffett. So sad. Another one of those things, it was just shocking because we never knew that he was sick. Like, we heard that he had, you know, maybe come off tour a little bit. Remember, we we heard that he had a... a, um, some type of health scare, and he was at the hospital right. in Boston, Boston a few months ago. 
We had no idea what was going on. And then he showed up. Remember, he showed up at that bar in Rhode Island. I forgot. He just popped up one day and started singing in this bar in Rhode Island. I, it was funny because when I was in Newport, I was trying to figure out where he was, but no one knew. He uh, released more than... Th- I didn't realize he had so many albums. 30 of them. Jeez. 30 overall. Obviously, it seems like everybody in the entertainment industry wrote or, or said or recorded some kind of tribute to him. One of the longest and most heartfelt from all people, Paul McCartney. Yeah, I know. Wasn't that wild? Here's a piece of what he said. Right up to the last minute, his eyes twinkled with a humor that said, I love this world. I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. That was from Sir Paul. That's hmm, a really cool tribute. Just and they came in from everywhere. But you got to think, too, he crossed the lines because he did It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere with yeah. Alan Jackson. He did a song with Kenny Chesney, Toby Keith, uh, George Strait. I mean, he did duets with all these guys, so he was a country star yeah. as well. He created an entire, like, beach escapism lifestyle. And look at everybody that tried to do a Kenny Chesney Right. Sammy Hagar, to a certain extent. The Beach right. Boys obviously kind of morphed into that later. Oh, so many country artists. So true. Well, look at one of his resorts. You ever been to a Margaritaville resort? Right, yeah, really. They're incredible. But he, that's the whole thing. It's about escaping life. He created an entire culture. He did. Yeah. He really did. Parrot sad, heads really in the morning. One. It is. That was a tough one. It's the first concert Sam ever went to. My really? daughter. Yeah. She was six years old. Well, guys, <laughs> I'll give you it's also on a kind of a, a different somber note or Football picks oh, over the geez. weekend. Okay, I'm, I'm going to predict right now. Diener's too happy, so that means he won this week. I did. I think he did. Well. I, see, yeah, I told I you. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Oh, shut we up. We thought we had some gimmies this weekend. <laughs> yeah. like Penn State against West Virginia. We all won that one. That was easy. Penn State might watch out for them this year. They look they look really good. Do they? Yes, they do. North Carolina, South Carolina wasn't even close. North Carolina just pummeled South Carolina. And I picked the South Carolina because I had the wrong, so cow- yeah. wrong coach. Yeah, you're the only one who picked North Carolina. North Carolina, they're they're a good team too. Florida State looks legit. I'm not going to lie. And that hurts. Uh, it pains me to say that as a Miami Hurricanes fan, but I got to tell the truth. I told you Camping World Stadium would look like Tallahassee. <laughs> it sure did. What uh, happened? How can LSU? they even call that neutral field? Oh, wow. I heard that whole game was, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> LSU was ranked. You know, I went by rankings. I have no idea. Yeah, well, LSU, LSU was ranked five coming to that game, and they got destroyed. It was a close game throughout the first half, but FSU just jumped all over them. I think they ended up winning by a few touchdowns. Did any of us pick FSU? Uh, Bill and I had FSU. Sorry, Jen, you had oh, LSU. There's a separator. And then we all had Clemson last Gosh. night. We mentioned this game a little while ago. Please. Again, not even close. Totally lopsided. Clemson was a 13-point favorite on the road, number nine team in the country, and they didn't compete. Duke, unranked Duke. This Duke. isn't basketball. This is football. They beat Clemson 28 to seven. Yeah, last and night. it wasn't like you're wow. right. It wasn't like a last-minute win. It was like it's just a beating. Yeah. <laughs> just beat him down. So then the wild card games, you and Jen both had Alabama not close. Wow, 39 yeah. points. At least favorite. I won that one. <laughs> <laughs> you, both, you both had your gimme in your wild card game with a 39 point favorite over Middle Tennessee. But mine, I thought I had a gimme too with TCU. But Did no, they win? No, they didn't. They didn't? The Horny Toads didn't win? They were facing Colorado with Deion Sanders. His son, Shadora Sanders, Travis Hunter, two-way player. This was incredible. I've never seen, you've seen more college football than me, Diener, but this is the best game I think I've ever seen. It was up there. It was I, I by start, far the best game of the weekend, not even close. I, it, so, kickoff was on. 
And I'm, and I'm watching, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm going to look kind of curious. It's kind of like when Shawshank Redemption's on, you can't yeah, not right. watch it. Right. I sat down and I watched the entire three hours of this game. I, I couldn't you. turn away. It was incredible. It really was. And it, uh, no rooting interest. It was no. just high competition, a lot of points, a lot of yards. And Colorado is for real. All those players in the Travis Hunter, this kid on there, played like almost every play of offense and defense. He played wow. Jenny played uh, 120 snaps. Yeah, oh offense God. and defense. Deion Sanders' son threw for 510 yards as the quarterback, and they upset TCU on the road. TCU was in the national championship game last year, and Colorado comes in. Deion Sanders' first year as the head coach, and when they win their first game, it was it was an incredible game. I think it was wow. 42 to 38 was the final. It was just really, wow, really what a good. game. So I didn't watch it, so I know I'm in last place. Yeah, two and three, <laughs> and uh, Bill and I went three and two. Ah, oh, shut up, so both we're, of you. No, see, I didn't even win. <laughs> we're tied. So I didn't win the week. Bill and I are tied after week one, three and two. Oh, just wait. We get how many Great more weeks? Weekend. Oh, God, NFL We've only starts just begun. now. It's well, a sign of how things... I think it's going to be a topsy-turvy football season overall. It is. Yeah, there was a lot of surprises on Ohio the first Ohio State's going to have a tough year. Ugh. That's all I'm going to say. You can figure out quarterback. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. Man, they got all those great running backs and all those great tight ends, and they can't do anything with them because they got a crappy, <laughs> crappy... Two quarterbacks. Get in there, Jen. Sorry. Yeah, I do better. Anyway, I'm going to stay on sports. All right. Sports. And I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. Lionel Messi. Oh. Talk about the star power. They play LAFC in Los Angeles. Los Angeles Football Club. Yeah. Oh, is that what that stands for? Thank you so very much. Inter Miami. They win, by the way. But this that's not what the story is. The story is who's in the crowd of 23,000 people. It was like the Oscars. (laughs) Prince Harry, Leonardo DiCaprio, Selena Gomez, Will Ferrell, Ed Norton, Owen Wilson. The list went on and on and on. It's like this guy is like the next coming of the Lord. Oh, I was. (laughs) He's the biggest sports star in the world. When you have other stars coming to see. You, that's 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 when you know. I mean, you're not he's, kidding. He's the only time Leo ever went to an event, and he wasn't the biggest Leo in the building. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> that's a good point. Was he with a 21 year old girl? I'm sure he was. Okay, I, just didn't I didn't see. see it. Okay, I was just curious. But I was just shocked at all the. Pe- it was. It was like the Oscars. Yeah. Look at the interest he's generated for kids in soccer mm-hmm. too. It's amazing. Good for him. I love it too. One of the uh, U.S. soccer stars wrote on Twitter, "Hey, by the way, guys, you can come to the U.S. men's t- uh, national games as well. We we play soccer too." <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Uh, real quickly, President Biden says he doesn't think there's going to be an auto worker strike. Oh, he better think again. The UAW says, you're wrong. Yeah. We're going to strike. Holy cow. Uh, just give me that. It, it, this would be bad for the consumer. The con- current contract expires at 11.59 p.m. On, on September 14th. That's right around the corner. Oh, so boy. we'll see what happens with it. And yeah, good. And real quick, I'll finish off with this. Get your Powerball tickets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, huh? It jumped up out of nowhere. We come back from the long weekend, and we see a $461 million jackpot for tomorrow night. There you, you go. take home $223.5 million with the cash option. Right. Get ready, Mega Jim. Millions is 101 for tonight. Oh, that's true, too? That went up, too. That's a lot of money. All right, so you have more tickets to buy us, Jen. Okay. I mean us. Yeah. I don't see any, you know, little mouse in my pocket over here. It's right. just me. She's I'm, saying, I'm leaving you guys out next time. She's saying, what you mean we? There's no I in team. There's no we either. That's right. <laughs> All right. We got uh, more headlines coming up next. COVID has come to the White House again. Oh, no, I'm telling you, they're going to use that as an excuse to get him off the road, Bill. And we have found the worst flight of all time. Oh, no, no, we're not talking about this. We you sure are. To. You oh, have God. to. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I am concerned that people will not abide by recommendations. And- they keep bringing them back. 
Oh, it's like a bad penny. Just but, like to retire him for good, would you? But I'll say this. Uh, I think it was CNN that had the interview, and they did ask him tough questions, including this, and he had some long, convoluted word salad answer. Well, there many studies said that the mask just flat out didn't work. What's your answer to that? And he was talking about, well, at a large scale, they worked. At a personal level, they didn't blah, blah, blah. But the pushback is real. I, I, I don't think they're going to I don't think they're gonna get away with it this time with mask mandates. Uh, okay. I don't. Uh, how, okay, first of all, how can they get away with ex- asking any of us to get another vaccine? Because the first lady... Jill Biden has mm-hmm. tested positive for COVID. She's had two vaccines, three boosters, and she still got it. Okay, blows. And uh, you know, this was oh, the it's the disease of the unvaccinated. So that pulls, puts that one to shame. And then they said, oh, six feet apart. Well, you could have been two feet apart. It wouldn't have made a difference. Oh, so stupid. I'm like, oh, in everything they told us about COVID was wrong. I, Almost they got, every single they got thing all they of told it wrong. us. All of it. It was like okay. And mask, I can understand. You, you know, my daughter works in a hospital. She wears masks all the time. Yep. They, they, you know, you're around sick people. You're in operating rooms. I understand that. I'm nowhere near an operating room. I'm nowhere near sick people. So it's, you know, if anybody should be concerned in this room, it's me. I had open heart surgery, for right. goodness sakes. I'm I, not wearing a mask. Not doing it. Not, I'm not going to. Not going to wear a mask. You've never proven to me that that was effective. Not going to. And you know what? Again, just like our policy has been, what are we, three and a half years now? If you would like to wear one, you go ahead. Go ahead. Be my guest. You go ahead. Yeah. Although, on this flight, I think a mask would have been handy. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Nothing would have stopped this. This is disgusting. Now, you just had a story that came out that said Delta has gotten some great PR. It said that's the number one, I guess, consumer-led uh, airline these days. They're number one now in satisfaction, right? And they base it, though, on on-time flights, not canceled, you know, right. ones that get there at the right hour instead of two days later. So it's more statistics than it is this kind of – this is disgusting. Well, I think that survey would have been skewed if this story oh, had God. come out. That's disgusting. A Delta flight had to make an emergency landing – from it was going from Atlanta to Barcelona after an a, a bathroom emergency became a biohazard. Ew! How did this happen? <clears throat> Please explain this to me. Well, here's the pilot. Oh, God. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I would be, I know. I, I get sick just talking about it. Never mind. How does this happen, though? I, 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 I And it's a lot. This person would, thought they were going to make, what, a six-hour flight? Is that how long this is? Is it six? Atlanta to Barcelona? Oh, it's probably longer than that. It's probably nine or ten. Uh, <laughs> again, no one can oh really God. plan for that, but neither did the other full plane full of passengers. But everybody is saying, Everybody. There have been a lot of passengers commenting on this for what they had to go through. They were so grateful for how Delta handled this. They did turn around in time. It wasn't that. It was survivable so they could go back to Atlanta. They got them off. Everybody was happy to get off that plane. They turned it around in a little over an hour. They swapped out even the carpeting. Oh, God. It's a, no, no, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Can you imagine? All I could think about was who's on the cleanup crew. Those poor people. I'm you just don't thinking pay about me. the passengers. You don't pay me enough. Oh, but but still, was well, this? But thank uh, God they turned around. Yeah, well, it's true because they get you to Barcelona. The odds are it was leaving it. Most of those flights are overnight. You know, you leave like Miami at eleven o'clock at night and you land in Barcelona at seven in the morning. But it, it's it's oh my God. Do you let the person back on no. the culprit? <laughs> and it wasn't a medical thing. 
I don't you know. know. I mean, they're not saying much about the person who. Can you imagine being the person who did it? Yeah, well, that too. Oh my God! I mean, you'd be mortified. Yeah, right? I mean, I wouldn't show my face for the rest of my life, <laughs> unless you're from Barcelona and no one here is going to know yet. So I mean, <laughs> could have been from Atlanta. Oh God! It's just, could we move on to another story? They turned. I don't know how far into the flight they turned around, but they got made it back to Atlanta to take care of it. But the quick turnaround to clean up the plane was fantastic. Good for them. Good for them is right. God, okay. Moving along now. All right, move along to something. <laughs> there was another flight, Delta flight. They threw them off, the two people off the plane because somebody had puked on the seats and they wouldn't sit in it. Yeah, that's better. That, so I'm nice. like, yeah, so it's like, what's going on with we, biological problems? We move from getting away from that to a puke story. <laughs> Hold on a second. What just happened? Just but get, me, get me out of this story. I'm going to tell you about puke instead. <laughs> No, but it was the same thing. It's like, come on. Why do they think you're going to sit? Oh, okay, moving on. Never mind. No, the last time you said move on, you went back into gross stuff. (laughs) Well, at least it's time for a break. There you go. Thank God. Goodness gracious. More headlines. Uh, The Burning Man. There are still people stuck at the Burning Man Festival in California? I think so. No, Chris Rock made it out. Good for him. He walked out. We got that and uh, more entertainment stuff. Taylor Swift now owns the silver screen too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We walked about three hours in the mud, and um, it was me. I think Cindy Crawford walked with us. Kaya Gerber. Austin Butler, Randy Gerber, a couple people that just wanted to get home to their children and just taking over an answer. We were just like, look, we can make it out. There's no one stopping us from walking. And, you know, it was a challenge, but it. Somebody's got to make a movie of that guy. It's Diplo, Chris Rock, Austin Butler, Cindy Crawford, Cindy Crawford, some other rando <laughs> celebrity walking in the mud out of the Burning Man Festival. They made it fine. And yeah. a few of them jumped in the back of a pickup truck. Somebody I, give them a ride. How do you like that? I wonder whose idea it was. Now, was Diplo performing? I, I don't he know. He must have, right? He must have. I mean, because he is a DJ, so he probably started out and maybe opened up Burning Man. Who knows? <laughs> Chris Rock, was he there entertaining, <laughs> I guess? I, now, but still. So rain came to the, it's in the desert. So there's very fine sand, I guess. They never get rain, but they got rain, and it turns to like almost like quick creek, like a bag you'd buy at Lowe's or oh Home God, Depot. Oh, God, yeah, so you get stuck. So that's not good. And there's like a, there was, it was at least a seven-mile backup for cars. But you've got thousands and thousands of people saying they're stranded there, and they can't get out. They got out. These are middle-aged people. Because they, they walked. I guess, uh, I guess all the, the motorhome people just decided to stay. And they said there's well, a chemical. That. They all took off their shoes because they had sneakers on. So they took off their shoes. And there's a chemical in the sand, this silt or whatever it is in the desert here. And it burns your feet. Oh, that's not so good, all these people but... had chemical burns on their feet. I'm like, okay, this is great. Aren't a lot of them shoeless anyway? I, I would assume. I mean, there are 64,000 were driving out yesterday. 64,000 people driving out all at the same time. I that's get, absurd. I get it. You don't want to get stuck in that. I understand. Oh, my God. But, I mean, my God, some of these videos that they uploaded, you know, when they could. Am I on? Am I fine? We finally just got a scrap of Wi-Fi. Ah! Uh, it's because they're all influencers and they couldn't post on their <laughs> TikToks or, you know, Instagram or wherever it was they were posting. So the organizers said no problem. There's a lot of false rumors. Somebody started a rumor there was an Ebola outbreak. That turned out to be. Are you kidding who, me? Who comes up with this crap? Oh, my God. But just think if you believe that. Because oh, that'll, that'll kill you, like, in a heartbeat. Uh, the, orga- the organizers had to say, everybody's okay. It's just a little, you know, they're stuck here for a while. We got rain. We never do. But 
How old is Chris Rock? 58. He that, he walked six miles and made it out. <laughs> if he could do I could do that. <laughs> I, I think anybody could have done that, but no one wanted. But you know, did he get a ride with somebody else, or did he just leave his car there and figured, I'll go back later and get it? I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. How did he get there? He probably took a limo in, he I could, would assume. He could also afford to leave a car. Yes. I, I get that you don't want to leave your RV. What if you rented it, though? Yeah, what did you say? A lot of these, they, they're not going to be taken back? That's that's. I guess that's the policy. I don't know. Holy cow. I don't know. What are you, stuck with an RV? You know, you got to rent it for four days, and next thing you know, you own it. No, thank you. They got some rain. It happens. Wow. I, I don't know. But this natural, dis, this disaster area they were calling for, I don't think so. <laughs> they said that th- thousands, 64,000 people were trapped. Trapped. Okay. And then they said, oh, it's the end of the world. Oh. I was like, okay. You're there at a concert for four days. Well, why aren't you going to stay anyway? I think it's because the Molly finally, wear, finally was, wore off. Is that what it was? <laughs> they, were, they were finally panicking. <laughs> it's like, holy cow. All right, you better, uh, this is a real concern here. Joe Biden said over the weekend, I'm not concerned about an auto worker strike. I'm sure, not, sure. I think you better. Here's the president of the UAW. I want to be very clear about this. Our goal is not to strike. Our goal is to bargain a fair contract. But if we have to strike to win economic and social justice, then we will. Well, it, it's going to happen. It's it's for GM and Stellantis, by the way. September 14th, 11.59. At midnight, they walk, you watch. They're going to shut it down. They're going to walk off the job. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt the big three. There's no doubt about it. You, and the consumer. You can't do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, they probably – are they even at a point where they caught up after COVID? Any of these car dealers? I, I don't it's, know. It's still tough with inventory. I don't know. So and if you're going to shut it down, you're in big trouble. Uh, it just so happens, too, Joe Biden was talking to a union. I'm thinking, okay, oh, they're not going to strike. I'm thinking you're telling that to a bunch of union guys? Probably not a good idea. But no, I'm not concerned. By the way, that uh, same guy uh, that just said that from the UAW, he said, I am shocked at the president's comments. Shocked. Sean Fain is the guy's name. Yeah, he's the United yeah. Auto Workers president. So I, it's they walk off the job. They want more money. They want better benefits. Uh, they want, you know, that not that gradual increase. They want, like, people coming in making, you know, 35 bucks an hour. Uh, it's a big hit. President Trump had something ominous to say about this about eight hours ago last night on Truth Social. He said the great state of Michigan will not have an auto industry anymore. If crooked Joe Biden's crazed concept of an all-electric car... A mandate goes into effect. China will take it all, 100% guaranteed. And then he, of course, said to the UAW and all unions, vote for Trump. Did you see what Texas is doing if you own a t- an electric car? Mm. Uh, you have to pay, when you buy it, a $400 fee uh, for the electric car. And then every year you're hit up with, I think it was like $300, $350 registration fee. Why? They don't pay the taxes at the gas pump. So he has to make up the difference somewhere. <laughs> but it'll just save you in the long run. But Isn't that what we were sold? That's what you were sold. So if you have an electric car, you have to pay your fair share of the taxes you're not paying when you buy gas. <laughs> I was like, wow. Because I was like, wow, they're charging them that much to register vehicles? Why? And then they gave the reason. I said, holy cow. Makes sense. You know, everybody else is paying the, their dues. Pretty soon, only this lady will be able to afford an electric car. I'll stare directly <laughs> at the sun. That's Taylor Swift, if you don't know. If you're not a Swifty, she has won again. It's time at the box office. Taylor Swift's Eras Tour concert film is breaking records already. One day, in one day for one AMC day. Theaters, she sold $26 million worth of tickets. 
$26 million. Okay, that's in one day. Put it this way. The new movie, uh, Equalizer 3 there uh, with uh, uh, Denzel Washington, made $45 million in five days. <laughs> and that was how much money did they have to pay Denzel and everybody else to be in that film and to make that film. She has a concert that is filmed and shown in the theaters, and she makes that kind of money. $26 million would be a successful like tour tour. You know, uh, yeah. this is this is a movie that where the work is already done. They just said to, to send it out to AMC theaters. Fandango is also reporting the film set the mark for the biggest first day ticket sales so far this year, Jeez. beating Avengers Endgame. Uh, well, it, comparing up there with Avengers Endgame, Star of Force Awakens. So you realize, so that that a, a bigger day one sale than Avatar. Wow, that's incredible. Man, is she loaded? Yeah. Well, it's 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 just how. How influential she is. So are these kids, that are, are these people that bought tickets that didn't get to see the concert? Or is it a combination of, oh, I want to go see it again. Yeah, Let probably me, both. You know? I don't know. But it, she's only, she starts October 13th. It runs for four days. Do they extend it now? Now that it's already sold out. Yeah, they may, right? They probably will, right? They'll probably go till, you know, maybe after Halloween, they'll pick it up again and she'll put it back in theaters. Oh, That's incredible. It is incredible. Jeez. We've got... Uh, some of the information about Jimmy Buffett, obviously sad news over the weekend, uh, kept, his, wow. kept his cancer a, a secret hey, for the you most know, part. Why, that seems to be the thing to do with celebrities these days. But there was an amazing celebration of his life, and it was a celebration and a party in Key West over the weekend. We could talk about that, too, coming up next. The self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, I think you got to say, probably the biggest but saddest story over the weekend. Buffett losing that legend. Oh, Skin boy. cancer battle, as it turns out. But we didn't know until really yesterday what it was. Uh, it's called Merkel cell. Yeah. Uh, very it's, rare. It's very rare, and they say it'll it'll affect probably like 3,200 people by the end of 2025. But they say the reason they call it the sneaky cancer, because it's mis mistaken usually for like a cyst or a boil. People yeah. don't realize it's cancer, so they just kind of ignore it, and then obviously that leads to hor horrific things. But... He's been suffering this for four years. You know, it was interesting. Remember, I guess it was probably maybe six months ago. He canceled that concert. I think it, I want to say it was in North Carolina, but he checked himself into the hospital in Boston. And inside this studio, we're all going, OK, he went there specifically. So he must be fighting something. We thought it was heart, but we were wrong. That's sad. This, you know how Tom Petty hit you? Mm -hmm. This hit me like Tom Petty. I get it. I was it's like, oh, my God. What a, it's just been around forever. What a career, too. I didn't realize how many. You, you, one of those guys, I always think of the, the, the songs, but 30 overall albums, 30 full albums he recorded. Well, you got to think, too. And, and Margaritaville came out, what, late 70s? Yeah. It was also the same year that Come Monday came out, Cheeseburger in Paradise, Changes in Latitude, Son of a Son of a Sailor. I think they were all on the same album. That album was incredible. Just not a lot of people create a whole new genre of music. I mean, this was like that that island beach escapism thing. It was great. He, he invented that. Yeah, uh, it's it's. Uh, I remember going. To, I've been to probably five or six of his concerts, and everybody had those parrots that were like full of booze. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh my God, they're drinking out of the parrot that's sitting under their shoulder." That's brilliant. It was it's but people are passionate. They were passionate about Jimmy Buffett and his music. Well, they showed up. Uh, I think Sunday was the big day for the big celebration on Key West. Uh, Duval Street was just packed. I don't know how many thousands of people down there, and that was a party, you know, done the right way. Something he probably would have enjoyed, I guess. 
Well, didn't he put Sloppy Joe's on the map, really? I mean, you think about it. Yeah, I mean, Hemingway used to hang out there, but still, Jimmy Buffett used to play there, did he not? I always thought so anyway. Must have, I don't know. I think that's where he got his start in Key West, so it was a big deal. There had to be, I don't know, 50,000 people there. It looked like it was packed. It's so funny, though. You know, the public persona and then behind the scenes, what you really like, this guy had the... People had this, the Paradeads had this image that the guy used to just like drink all the time. Shrewd businessman. Yeah. Had racked up a net worth of over a billion dollars because of the Margaritaville stuff. Yeah, look at, well, you know, we always joke that look at the uh, the Margaritaville. Is it Universal Studios, right? They have one. Yeah. I love those Adirondack chairs. I I went to buy one once and at the time they were like 385 bucks a piece. I went, what? Are you you kidding me? So you went inside and had a $40 cheeseburger. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And a $25 margarita. (laughs) I was like, okay, that's Cost me a hundred bucks for lunch. Yeah, it was. Uh, but it's it's right now. He's got Margaritaville, the the resorts, and where you can live. Yeah, you know they got condos and houses, and it's all built around in a marina. It's it's the one I'm I'm trying to think of the one I saw near Orlando it was pretty impressive. Yeah, that's the thing. The whole Margaritaville brand is not going to stop because they've invested so much in the future. Even talking about this, the little cruise line we have out of the port of Palm Beach, oh, that's and right. they want to build a hotel complex next to it. Right. He was married to the same woman. I'm sure she's taking over everything, and she's been involved for 46 years. Bless her heart. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough ride for everybody. I Just think of how it affected us. Just think how it affected his family. Yeah, you can imagine. You know, it's terrible. Longtime Palm Beacher, by the way. He had, boy, it had to be decades he was living on Palm Beach. I remember once he got busted on the, the Breakers Golf Course or whatever it was. <laughs> he was smoking pot. Huh. <laughs> And they were like, oh, Jimmy Buffett, smoking pot. I was like, oh, please, who cares? <laughs> it's like, come on. Seems like every recording artist in the world paid some kind of tribute to him over the weekend. One of the most interesting, Paul McCartney. I don't know if a lot of people realized, we didn't, how close friends they were. Really? Long tribute online. Here's a part of what he wrote. Right up to the last minute, his eyes twinkled with a humor that said, I love this world and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. Wow. Oh, man. That's, That's sad. Sad, sad, sad. 76. Yeah, rest in peace, Jimmy. You'll be missed. But your music will live on, there's no doubt about it. And it does. your Margaritaville. And it does serve as a warning for people to get skin cancer checks because this is a rare form of that, highly aggressive, obviously. But yeah. can you imagine the, how much time he spent in the sun? And that's the thing, you know, just think. And, you know, my, my first thought was Kenny Chesney. Every time you see a video of Kenny, Kenny Chesney, he's on a beach somewhere. Yeah, well, there's like, that. Go get checked, Kenny, please. Hmm. So they And they say it goes misdiagnosed many times. So, you know, just get in and get checked, please. Yeah. Mm. Sad, sad, sad. Bummer. Mm. Well, it's and it was actually just to, to go back on that. It was not a good weekend for anybody. Gary Wright from Dreamweaver fame. Remember that song, Dreamweaver. He passed away. The guy from Smash Mouth, the former lead singer, he passed away. It was like, what was going on this weekend? It was sad. It's like every time I turned around, somebody else was dying. I said, this is not good. Three more dead sunny artists next. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I mean, come on, it's true. Jeez. All right, it's enough death and destruction. Yes, we need good news, please. How about this? Social science has chimed in. Okay. A study has found, that's right, they put money towards this. Opposites attract, that's not really a thing. It's not true at all, they say. Really? It looked at old studies that analyzed 22 different traits, and they did a follow-up that looked at 80,000 couples. Wow. And 130 traits. Religion, core values, drinking habits. Found most couples have similar habits. <laughs> View they agree on most stuff. <laughs> it's true. I mean, if they don't, they'd be fighting all the time. Well, especially these days, the way politics are. Oh. You either have to have a you either have to get along 
or have a no politics in the house policy, which is not a bad idea. Yeah, it was like, well, like, it'd be hard for me to date somebody who's a Michigan fan. I'm sorry. And that'd be, that'd be a huge fight in my house. It really would. You, you know? don't even watch the games. You pace outside. You haven't oh, actually I seen a game in 40 years. I, I got news for you. After this past weekend, I don't know if I'm going to watch any more. They don't have a quarterback. They're in trouble, Ohio State. Ryan Day may be in trouble because he didn't recruit correctly. I'm sorry. But you know they're out there. You know the the, the Michigan-Ohio State couples are out there. The Yankees-Red Sox couples oh, are out yeah. there. You just you got to find a way to manage, I guess. You just, you just, you just deal with it. you know. Or the Florida State-Florida family. I know a lot of those. They did find, though. That extroverts don't necessarily go for other extroverts because it gets annoying. Yet you can only be, you can only have one knucklehead in the in the couple. Yeah, yeah it's got to be, you know, it's got one rooster, you know, one hen kind of thing. So, not that that's the case. Most of families I know, it's the woman wears the pants. Just, oh yeah, just saying she no, rules the roost. Absolutely. Well, definitely with Diener, I know that my brother. Yeah, without a doubt, my sister-in-law runs things. Hmm. So it's 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 usually the case because we take care of all the stuff at the house. Yeah, mostly. Women are the deciders, the gatekeepers. Anybody in sales knows that. So true, so true. We are Rapid Fire coming up again. We'll uh, update you on everything from the weekend and beyond. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. A lot happened over the weekend. Let's catch you up. What's going on, Jen? You spend six months on the International Space Station. You splash down in the ocean just off the coast of Jacksonville, and not one network carries it. That was incredible. Wasn't that terrible? I didn't know it was happening. Yeah, four astronauts returned to Earth early yesterday. They got delayed a day because of technical issues. Uh, but they splashed down right near Jacksonville, not in the Gulf like they have been in the past. They went and landed in Jacksonville. I'm like... Okay, no one's talking about this. This used to be such a big deal. Yeah. You know? I remember at the beginning of the moon, you know, mission when they'd come down that little capsule and splashed. The the, the world would stop to watch them, you know, open that hatch and come out. Now you get four guys that's come back after six months. No one's talking about it. I'm such a bum. Why? I had the opportunity to see this thing go right over our heads because we were up with uh, the in-laws over the long weekends up in uh, Middleburg, which is just south of Jacksonville, between like Jacksonville and Gainesville. Oh, so right. you were near it. You are in Middle Earth. Yeah, exactly. We, we were in the path of this thing, and I got an alert that night. Oh, well, not an alert, but I was just scrolling through Twitter, and I saw you know, National Weather Service. Hey, if you're in this area and they have the arrow going right over Middleburg, look up around 12.05 in the morning. You'll see a big fireball in the sky as they go by. You might hear a sonic boom. Kids got all excited. Daddy, let's stay up. Yeah, yeah, we'll try. I fell asleep. I'm like, I'm too tired. I'm going to go to bed. I'm still upset today that I didn't stay up with them to see this. They were traveling 17,000 miles per hour. It would have been so cool to see. I saw the videos like this giant fireball in the sky streaking across. I got the alert that a rocket launch was going up. I was like, oh, okay, here's another one. If you had told me humans were returning, it would have been interesting. It's pretty wild, isn't it, though? It's amazing. They uh, they were happy. They're back and they're going to do it again in the near future. We'll keep you posted next time. I missed it. It was terrible father you are yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah that's what happens confirmed <laughs> pretty much <laughs> hey we got uh big news out of the world of entertainment what a brand new rolling stones album has been announced oh they've announced really just last night over the weekend and this morning the forthcoming release of something called hackney diamonds okay wow. their first studio album of all original material since 2005 holy cow it's uh, coming out soon, they said. I'm looking for an exact release date. Mostly they're just talking about the thing coming out. So 
Very excited about this. They've uh, recorded it. It's set to go. Now it's just now it's just about the release time. Aren't they talking to like Jimmy Fallon tomorrow about it or something yeah, in gonna, some interview? They're gonna get I'm the like detailed it. details about oh, it. Tell me he's gonna sing with Mick I'm Jagger. Sure he, is. he probably will. Oh, you know, somebody just Jagger. slap him on the side of the head, please. He'll go, hey, hey, Mick, that's great. Let me do it. Yeah, that's right. Oh God. Well, you know what this means though. What? They're gonna have to go on tour. Yeah, again. Album. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. I gotta see them. Once. They did uh, get some advanced leaked information out of Keith Richards about it. Here's what he said. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, so you got that. Well, I don't have as good news. So I'm gonna bring the room down now ah. with, with some world affairs because this is uh, it's a little concerning. Kim Jong Un and Putin are reportedly. Planning on meeting. It hasn't happened yet. But the, according to reports, Kim Jong un is going to fly from North Korea to Russia with his throne. That's right. Or I guess, well, I don't know. We'll see how he travels there. But he hasn't left North Korea since before the pandemic. So if he actually goes, and this is with the goal of uh, supplying arms to Russia to fight against Ukraine. And of course, the White House is warning, don't do this. You know, oh. you shouldn't be supplying them with arms, this and that. And I'm sure Libby, boy, little chubby's quaking in his boots. Just goes to show you American strength at its finest as North Korea and Russia it's are coming okay. together. It's all right. Little chubby is going to Moscow to record a rap album with Putin. It's got nothing to do with world affairs. <laughs> I think you're right. It's a rap album. <laughs> yeah. This is the long-awaited duo. See, what it is, is they heard that the Rolling Stones were coming out with a new album, and they wanted to come out with a competing album. That's what it is. Well, speaking it's... of our enemies, these people aren't really smart. Two people have been detained in northern China after they oh. allegedly damaged a section of the Great Wall. How'd they do it? Well, they own a construction company, and they get this. tired of driving around the wall, so they took an excavator. And they took a section that was already kind of partially opened, and they just made the opening much bigger. Now, the Great Wall, which has acted as a key northern defense for everything Chinese. Total length. Does anybody know how long the Great Wall of China is? I never knew this. Oh, I, don't, I know you can see it from space. Uh, 15,000 feet long? 12,000 miles. Miles, oh, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, it's miles. It's thousands of miles. 12,000 oh, miles. Oh, I feel It dumb. was designated a World Heritage Site in 1987. You are not supposed to touch this thing. Wow. So these people have been detained. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> I get a feeling they build, they're going to be buried into the Great Wall. I was going to say, I think they're going to handle a little bit more harshly than Rome yeah. did when the guy... Uh, yeah. He did the uh, side of the oh, Coliseum. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you're going to see these 12,000 miles? Yeah, I never knew it was that long. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. I was thinking, oh, it's just a few miles along China. <laughs> no, it's like the whole country oh almost. Oh, my gosh. Well, as you heard in our Friday football picks, it was a topsy-turvy opening weekend for college football. Entertaining is all heck, though. We didn't do too well on our picks, but that's I've, okay. I, that's, I stink. <laughs> because of reasons like this. How about what happened last night? Duke. That's right. Duke pulled off an upset of all time against ninth-ranked Clemson. Jeez, they used to be so good. Yeah. It's what it's happened? Some, I'm trying to get the exact thing. It's Duke's first win against a ranked team in 30-something years, I think. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. 34 years, I believe. That is insane. No one saw this coming. There were just some really great stories from over the weekend, that being one of them. Riley Leonard. Yeah, new star. Who looks like he's about 12 years old. Yep. Completed 17-33 to 33 passes for 175 yards. 
98 yards and a touchdown on the ground as well. This kid is fast. Dual threat. And how old is he? Is he a freshman? He looks about 10. (laughs) He He really does. Very young. Is he a freshman? No, I think he's like a sophomore or junior. But, you know, he's like 20 years old, you know? It's incredible. Yeah. It really was. Uh, I think uh, it's a sign of things to come. It's a... it's gonna be. It's a harbinger. It's gonna be a crazy football year. I think it is. And I, Alabama plays Texas this Saturday. Oh, that's big. That's, that's a, a good big one. game. That's in Alabama. I got, Al- I got Alabama by twenty. I'm All sorry. Right. There's, wow. there's no one's gonna touch that. Did you see them play? That poor middle Tennessee. They're like pounded into the middle of Tennessee after that beating they took. <laughs> oh my God, those poor kids. I it's felt a, bad. Alabama's just like this they're this tank that doesn't stop. They yeah. just keep rearming yeah. with the best athletes in the country. And that's what Clemson was, which is why it was so surprising to see them just get beat down last night by Duke. Did Georgia play this weekend? They didn't, did they? They played. They they won easily. It was oh, because I didn't even see a score for oh, Georgia. Yeah, they played you know like Sisters of the Poor. I mean, okay. it wasn't uh, <laughs> was anything too exciting. By the way, speaking of a beatdown, and I'm sorry, Bill, but your alma mater, Alabama, plays there in two weeks. That's hilarious. Let's go. I had forgotten. Uh, we should go. <laughs> this was one of those. Uh, Oh my God! I remember, you know, they signed the contract yeah. like three years ago. I remember reading about it at the time, going, "Wow, they're they're gonna stink even then." <laughs> how did they Florida. even get that deal? I don't know. I don't know. But how much is the University of South Florida gonna get? That's like millions of dollars, right? Oh, no, they pay. I think. Oh, do they? I don't. I think I they, they get money. I think they pay it first to get the game, and then they get residuals from the TV right. stuff. Haha. Uh-huh. They'll make a lot of money. Don't they'll they'll make up on that. That That's investment. Huge well, maybe they can afford cleats now. <laughs> well, that would be good. Jeez. <laughs> You're harsh. Well, I'll finish up with this. Jen, your giraffe. What giraffe? Your spotless giraffe. Oh, yeah, they huge. Global news. Oh, did they finally name the dumb thing? They did. Oh. <laughs> no, I was upset because they didn't give you, like, people could write in what they wanted. They only gave you choices. Right, and they all gave the you names were stupid. Yeah, they were stupid. Well, they went with all the stupid names. But in case you forgot, Jen presented us with a spotless giraffe who's just brown and rapid fire a couple weeks ago. And we were like, well, that's a silly story. And it became, like, global news the well, next day. Well, it's the only giraffe in the world without any spots. Well, it happened at this little <laughs> zoo in Tennessee and they decided to go, well, the, the people have chosen, they've spoken the name Kaitki, which means unique. What? I think I've seen it, right? K-I-P-E-K-E-E? Kaitki? Who knows? They, that's what they gave it? Yeah. Oh, come on. It's It means unique. That's they couldn't what have the, called it Spot. It would have been no, so much fun. I know. Just call it Spot. Well, that's what the people chose, Jen. No, oh, I'm sorry. Stupid names to pick from. <laughs> that's, so you're spotless. I think I'm going to keep calling, to keep calling it spotless giraffe. Is that the end of that story? Yeah. Finally, that that four week saga of a story. Yeah, that's but it. wait, wait till it gets old. Is it a boy or a girl? Do we know? I, I forgot. That was wait, a girl, but wait, I'm not sure. Wait till it has babies. Oh to my see god. See if it has oh, a spotless, yeah. another spotless giraffe. Give it a few years. Yeah. Well, so then that'll you've be the, the deal. breed. Yeah. <laughs> just can't let that thing procreate. Well, that's the problem because in the wild it wouldn't survive. It wouldn't be able to be camouflaged. That's true. Right. It would be eaten right away by lions. Oh my gosh. Poor things. All right, we'll wrap it up with a couple terrible. more headlines coming up next. But then this, I don't know whether it's a floor dope or not. A Florida guy uh, was accused of robbing a convenience store, but then escaped the undercover cops trying to surveil him and robbed another store. I don't know if he's a dope or not. Uh, didn't he get caught, though, eventually? Well, eventually, but okay. still. It was a long run. That and more <laughs> next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. 
there have already been 25,000 accounts restored. That represents more than 96% of all the accounts uh, that were affected since the storm hit. And that's pretty uh, pretty impressive. And that was a day and a half ago. They've done a great job. Just give you a little update on the Gulf Coast about power restoration. Uh, that was the governor's press conference. I think it was from Live Oak just the other day. And even through this morning, they've restored more power. So they're just under complete restoration under that. It's yeah, great. It's about 20,000 people. Even I more think. since then. Oh, since really? the last time we talked about Holy it. So that's cow. great. So good for them. I, I mean, that that goes with the preparation. They had more, you know, 20, 30,000 plus linemen waiting to go. Excellent. Just sitting there. That Those teams, what were they, those teams of 80 people that go in and they, they survey the damage. They have, you know, medics. They have doctors yeah. and nurses and linemen and everybody, somebody from the Red Cross. They got food, they got water, they got everything. It really is pretty incredible, the preparation the state has. So kudos to the governor for doing that because it, it came out good for those people. Didn't come out good for Joe Biden in any way whatsoever when he did come to Florida to survey the damage. You got to do it as president. But, man, they are they're getting questions through to him now you never used to see before. They're really not. They took the opportunity to ask him about East Palestine. Listen to this. How come you haven't gone to East Palestine yet? Well, I haven't had the occasion to go to East Palestine. There's a lot going on here, and I just haven't been able to break. I was thinking whether I'd go to East Palestine this week, but I then was reminded I've got to go literally around the world. I didn't get to it yet. I was going to the beach. I was taking a vacation. I was going to Camp David. Yeah. And when he was at Camp David, he was talking to the lawyers about the Hunter Biden thing. Ah, it's uh, seven months, by the way. February 3rd is when the train derailment happened. So he, in seven months, hasn't been able to find... A day to fly out there. I didn't get around to it. Yeah, okay. okay. He's too busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then we'll wrap up the uh, first working day of the week with this. I, I don't know whether it's this or not, though, Jen. The guy sounds kind of ingenious to me. The Florid Dope of the Day. Hey, man! Oh, you're so dumb. Bye, I eventually hmm. caught him, but a St. Pete guy... You're right about that area. What is up with that I, area? It's got to be the water. It's got to, Robbed a convenience store. Okay. But then escaped from the undercover cops while, who were surveilling him long enough to rob another store while they were looking for him. Wow, this guy's quick. Here's this Pinella Sheriff, Bob Goltieri, talking about it. He is quick. I guess that's it. He was a suspect in armed robberies that had occurred here, one on August 26th and the other on August 28th in the city of St. Petersburg, where two convenience stores were robbed at gunpoint. The detectives had developed Davis as a suspect. They were conducting surveillance of him tonight. During the course of the surveillance, they lost contact with him. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay, where did is he, he go? Crafty, they... or, is that, or is that bad police work? I think it's like bad police work. Where did he go? How do you lose him if you're following him? After he's already had two robberies, you forget about him? They eventually caught him. Tyron Davis. Ooh. They know exactly who he is. He's not going too far now. Uh, I hope not. They can all fall, hopefully uh, no, hope not. And they just lock him up and throw away the key. Jeez. <laughs> That's amazing, though, that they lost contact with him. Uh, something, well, how much time we got? Some things you need to know. Okay. A mega million, it's 101 million for tonight. Powerball, 461 million for tomorrow. Diener's buying our tickets, Bill. He just told us. Really? You have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Thanks for listening. We'll see you then. <laughs>